When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Oh, by the way, I have to say sorry. That's the first thing I need to do. That's the very first thing I need to do because the podcast was late, yes, last week. And it was my fault. No, it went out on time last week. Oh, it was a couple of hours late. Like, you know, you know the way you try and bounce them out for lunch so people can have an old sandwich and I'll say what to tell them to be on a bill. Well, it uh, won't be. It'll be the same today because... Because I'm late again. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I've been very busy. I've had a mad week. And I do apologise to you, especially you more than anyone this week, because I smell like the back end of a weasel's arse this yeah. morning. I do. You haven't noticed yet. You will by the time we're finishing this box. Why? Because I, I just, I have, I'm working night and day. I'm doing really early mornings and then really long days. So I'm, do, I'm not finished working from, I start work at six in the morning, finish at midnight. Uh, Why are you doing that? How's you working so late? I'm doing a new TV show. Uh, so we, have we didn't discuss this. Oh, no, we didn't. We'll do that now. We'll do that now in a minute if you would like to do be doing it. Uh, but it means that I just, I'm really str- like troubled getting out of me scratcher in the morning. Troubled. I can't smell you though. You will. You, trust me. It's on the way. It's in the post. I can actually see it coming towards you. Okay. There's another, another 15 centimetres of drift to get to you. <laughs> Uh, but it's in the post. But uh, yeah, so it means I'm do- I'm struggling. Jesus, getting out of bed, getting out of scratcher. And I'm a proficient washer. I'm a proficient person when it comes to keeping myself clean and hygienic. Uh, but I skipped the You're shower this morning. Huh? You're wearing cans. Oh yeah, I don't need them. So, so I skipped the shower this morning. Okay. Uh, jumped out of bed, put on the clothes I was wearing last night, uh, about four, two hours ago. I was thinking ago. you looked very smart. Well, that you see, there you go. So that's the first problem, right? Because you, like... Yeah, that's the first problem. Are you wearing uh, kicks? No, you're always wearing no, kicks. no, Jesus, no. Although kicks. I do have a, I have a marvellous pair of shoes. I bought my first pair of shoes last week. Honestly, 40 years of age. Who doesn't own shoes? I do, yeah, my first pair of shoes. Like, first pair of shoes. Actually, I'm Are your pants putting you off or are they putting you on? I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, okay. to drift with them. But I bought a marvellous pair of shoes. A marvellous pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. I never thought there was such a thing as a marvellous pair of shoes. Obviously, if it didn't have a soft shoe and a bendy sole and you didn't... You know, be able to break your own personal record of running around the block to the shop to get something, then I didn't see any of the point. If you can't run back and forth, run but, up there and back there, they're the ones for you. Look yeah, like you were, yeah. But now I have to say, I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with the old shoe. I'm pretty impressed with them. I'm trying to find an excuse to wear them, but because I don't wear any pants, I'm not sure if you can wear well, shoes you with can jeans, wear, can you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With blue jeans. Well, no, you'd have to be careful with what you're looking But if you have. Careful. Careful. <laughs> but if you were wearing like a blazer, shirt, ah, jean, see, shoe combo. See, I won't wear a blazer because I look like an absolute moron in a blazer. You like, need to, you I'll need show to you the go. picture of the suit. We need to set up, do you know, what we need to set up a Dublin Twitter or something. Well, because then you can look after so it. So we can explain to people how bad I look in these things or how bad that looks when we're talking about these things generally. That's I'll do true. it. I'll set you up can, a Dublin today. And I'll you can it. look after it. It'll be, yeah. I would say what the Twitter handle is, but I haven't done it yet. No. But Dublin podcast, I assume. Uh, I'll let you know next or week. Or just at Dublin. We don't know. Yeah, Depending like what's available. Yeah. You know, Dublin won't be there because some beatbox, rip-rap, New York hip-hopper will have nicked that for sure. 
But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, I smell like a shit. Um, so I apologise. <laughs> I digress. I apologise profusely for what's, what's about to happen. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm generally not too smelly. But yeah, it's it's caught me out. It's caught me out this week because it's just been a really, really busy week. And why? See, we were supposed to record yesterday and you didn't because? I had to go and do Ludo Sport. No, 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 no. Absolute, total and utter lie. It isn't. This is what you sent me the other night. When uh, so we're supposed to record on a Tuesday and then we put the podcast out on a Wednesday. Yes. And uh, so I got a message going, "Hey, can I be a pain in the hole and the podcast? We forgot a word and the podcast on Wednesday again. I have to do a lightsaber fighting class at eleven a.m. tomorrow for this TV show. Jesus, sorry, this is definitely the last one. Yeah. So to which I kind of went. It was eleven o'clock when he sent this, but I actually went. Sorry, you going to like. And even Joey went, how you couldn't like? How could you even argue with that? It's like, you know, who, who sends you a message going, I can't actually make it because I have a lightsaber class. Well, this is actually true, and it is technically called Ludo Sport. Well, I'll tell you, China Terry, who is my acupuncturist, who makes who makes origami, obviously would be said sensei for this type of class. Well, I doubt it. I ha- I, I spoke to a scientist. Yeah, I'm gonna I, let, let me pick up a China Terry in a minute. Yeah, but I did have to go to Ludo Sport. Ludo Sport it's not is Ludo it is called Ludo thing. Sport. It is You're the a art. Nerd. Listen, yeah, it is the, it is the art of buying a lightsaber in Smith's okay. Toy Store. Okay, Suzanne Kane. I admit, <laughs> I admit, I was as skeptical as you was. I admit, I was as skeptical as you when I was told I had to go lightsaber fighting for this TV show. I thought this is ludicrous. This is going to be a bunch of nerds hitting each other with glow in the dark bats. It's going to be nonsensical and no point to it, and it's going to be the opposite of the crack. Literally the opposite of the crack, right? Right. I turned up to do my Ludo sport. I have to say, it was marvellous crack. Of course it was. It was brilliant. They dress you as a Jedi, right? So, <laughs> I know. This is not a sport. This is not a sport. It is. People who play Dungeons and Dragons no. play this. This is not a sport. You're not it is listening. Not You're not listening. They dress you as a Jedi, right? So you put on your Jedi well, pants. Just, sorry, just for those of us who have lives, what would one wear? Okay. As a Jedi, imagine per a, se. Imagine a karate suit, a really comfortable karate Which suit. Which is an actual sport. Yeah, with a V-neck job on the front of it and a hood, right? So it's all black and it's got a hood, right? It's incredible, right? And then you're given your lightsaber, God, which is black. Why is would you be in trouble? Yeah, well, of course you would, yeah. Because you'd be having to crack. And then you get your lightsaber. You turn on your lightsaber. It makes a... And you're taught how to fence. Like, actually how to sword fight. Except you're doing it with lightsabers. It is an- It is incredible fun. It is much more fun than I imagined it would be, and it knocked me. I really enjoyed it, and I went on television. I did it, and I won my fight. I won my fight, so I'm officially a Jedi now, or a Ludo man. <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's like it's it's. I mean, it is great fun, but again, I just I I take you know. It's not a sport. It's essentially people it's, who like do cosplay. It's that kind of thing. Like, but it's fencing. It's fencing. Well, it's not because I, 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 do you know what? Look, you know, call me crazy, but I can't see it landing in the Olympics. Fencing is an Olympic sport. Yeah. There's actually an, an incredible, uh, one of the, an English girl, British girl who f- was fencing. I was, I was watching her. Uh, she was from Leeds or somewhere. She was deadly. Uh, she did quite well. The, you know, all sports. Uh, when you buy the said, you know, instrument for the sport or, yeah. um, when you can buy that in Smith's Toy Superstore, I don't... It's not hand in hand. 
I don't you see uh, not being in the Olympics doesn't. That's not a. It's not an argument that makes well, any. Well, no, I know golf isn't. In, well, it is going to be in the. Well, Olympics. it's going to be, but there's but, no. There's lots of tremendous sports there in the I'm Olympics. I'm sorry, it's not. Look, I'm delighted you had fun. I'm delighted that you've just messed up my day today because we're going to be late getting the podcast oh, out. I have to edit it. I'm sorry, but I think but you what should come. What was your? <laughs> Was me was me sword? It's good. It was your saber. It was green. Do you get like a badge or a certificate that says I am now a Jedi because I won something? No, you don't. Do well, that. then what's the point again? It's the same as fencing. What's it's like you go you out get and you a fence. prize for fencing. You, well, if, not at the start, you don't. Not your first day. Not after your first class and your first whip around. It's a you know you. It's a sport. It seems pointless. There's a referee. He does. I'm, I, I think. <laughs> Who's I'm, the referee, Dark Vader? <laughs> he's the Jedi in East Wall. That's where the class is. It's in East Wall. There's genuinely a Jedi in East Wall. Of course there is. Why wouldn't there be? His name's Mark. (laughs) Mark the Jedi. And who has anointed Mark as head of the Jedi's or as the Jedi... What, King? I don't know. I don't know. Jedi Master Mark from East Wall. Would you shut up? I could call myself a Jedi Master. You can't. I can... you don't know how to do a fight. Shut up. I could go up to Smith's, buy two lightsabers, hang around my house and just like be like, Oshin, on guard! Ha! I win. Therefore, I am a Jedi no, Master and buy, buy myself a little hoodie with a black hood. You can't. You'd have to be able to win the Who? tournament. Who says? Make my own tournament. Ah, uh, you just uh, anyway. Just what's this TV to piss show? on my parade. Yeah, there's your cornflakes. Take them out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All over them. Well, it's a good TV show. Uh, it's a scientific TV show, right? Oh, it's, yeah. This is the thing we kind of little bit talked about. Yeah. So it's a panel show, and right. it's based on science. So on my team, there's two scientists. Okay. And then the other team, there's one scientist. Is Evie Nusulawan, doctor of mathematics. Oh, and so physics. I've heard loads about this because she's all over every paper, going great news for Evie. She's yeah. got a new show. Ah, she's brilliant. But and she is. But she's based on like. Bloody Ryan, it's irrelevant. She's good at what she does herself. Anyway. Oh, she, I know. Yeah, no, she's not like forget the whole Ryan sort of thing. She's not only is she super smart, is she a doctor, yeah. but she's actually kicking her asses with the punchlines, which is really disappointing because I'm 20 years telling gags and she sat down for a week and she's fucking blowing me out of the water, uh, <laughs> which yes. is not really good form for me. Uh, but she's been great crack, really, okay. really good crack. So it's she's got two comedians on her team. So like who's two on her team? Someone. Uh, she it depends every week it's different oh, okay so it, we're the only two we're the two team captains keep coming you. back every right. week so I had a scientist on my team last night right? okay. his name is Simon from Queen's University Belfast he is the uh, le- uh, the main man in the Society of Ugly Animals right he uh, is a biologist listen you found your kin I found my kin so <laughs> we had a conversation I said listen if a lad's name was China Terry for instance I says to him oh right? no I did. I said, if a lad's name was China Terry, my acupuncturist, and he stuck needles in you, and he was an acupuncturist, and I says, is there any scientific basis, any scientific basis at all for acupuncture, or may my friend Suzanne Kane go home and shove her thumb up her own hole <laughs> and have this done? And guess what? He said, we're both right. So here's the here's the scientific research on it, and this is like you know the, I I saw he showed me online research papers of it from this last night. May so, I? Yes. Before you tell me the scientific research, just for China Terry, just so the argument is balanced, let me just tell the podcast listeners of Dublin. I began my acupuncture last week, and I sent PJ a message just to clarify and justify how legit China Terry actually is in his waiting room. He has, he is also a master of origami. For those of you who don't know, he can make animals out of paper. He had a dragon and something else in green, not good at my animals, in his waiting room made out of origami. It looked like a squirrel scoffing a lettuce. It was a dragon. But, I mean, there you go. I mean, the legit of this man is pretty much, it's there in his little origami animals. And he played music 
and, uh, and my chi is very centred. But give me right. your scientific background. Well, then, just so everybody's aware of yeah, what he's, a, he's available of. Just as a forethought, you wouldn't use a folded up dragon as a measure of anything, quali- qualifications for anything else. Like, you wouldn't be going to courts and sitting in the barrister's room, look at his dragon and go, oh, this lad knows a thing or two about a thing or two. I'm impressed on every level. Can you make a dragon out of paper? Uh, no. Touche, my friend. Touche. Yeah, but I'm not claiming I can unglue your blood from your sternum I or mean, whatever the hell he's my, talking my about. My blood feels a lot less gluey than it did, and I feel my chi. And also, sorry, before we continue with the scientific side of this, let me tell you what you I found out. Don't have a chi. I have a chi, but you it's don't have a chi. listen. That's because my chi is really good at the moment. That's why you don't know I have it. But let me tell you this: you didn't know about me, PJ Gallagher. Is that did you know one of my legs is a little bit longer than the other? Not anymore. He's sorted me out. Oh, you're and, so out of your mind. Yeah, my hips are a little off. You're so Not out anymore. Of your mind. And he's I'm I am I am essentially he's just put me I'm back in order and my chi is good. But look So China Terry made your leg grow. No, it was already had already gone like that because I was out of balance. Oh, so he made you sh- shrink then? No, he clicked me back into place. Not physically clicked me. And also did a thing with his hand of warm and then I was like, I can't, I can't believe that. Okay, look, I can't take this anymore, right? I, sub- I spoke to a scientist. <laughs> I spoke to a fucking scientist. A man who has spent his entire life examining biology and research and medicine. This man, he knows how this works. Right, so. Yes. Acupuncture. Is there anything scientific to us to suggest it has an effect on the human body and it works beyond placebo? The answer? Yes. Yes. What? Do they understand how it works? The answer? No. Do they know where to use it and how to make it, the body react to it? The answer is yes. Ah. How do you know a fake practitioner from an actual practitioner? Is it to do it to origami? Yeah, well, <laughs> you're not a million miles away. You're not a million fucking miles away. So basically, if you go to the NHS in England, he uses this. He was giving me this example because he's from Belfast. Belfast. He was saying, you go to the NHS. Mm-hmm. They will say to you, they will sit down and say, we're going to do this. We're going to place this here. This nerve is this. It's the other. We don't know exactly why this works, but we know it will have this effect on the human body. How do they know it works in the human body? They've done it on animals and it works on animals and animals can't give feedback. So they watch the physical change in animals. If they sit you down, they talk about chi... They give you folded up dragons. I mean, I they tell you where you can affect your blood or for one example, make your legs match when they didn't a day ago. It's a miracle. It is bollocks. And he was a scientist that used the word, it is bollocks. And he is the leading most man when it comes to this fucking scientific hoojanus. Well, I'll tell you, the long Britain. and the short of it is, is that your chi is just not, like, I can tell by you. I'll it's ring China Terry and we will, we will get you back in order. I mean, I feel so. I know. And this was also explained. This is why people think homeopathy works. Because you go to the bullshit artist, right? And the bullshit artist... because I, all won't, have you to- I won't have you talk ill of China Terry. Well, China, you go to China Terry. You go to... Look at my blood. You go to Mary the homeopath. You go to Jimmy the the, the chiropractor. Or whatever they say they are. And... Basically, everybody feels better once they get a little bit of attention. Yes. So the bullshitter gives you a bit of attention. Mm-hmm. You do feel better. Yeah. You leave. It's completely placebo-like. It never ends. You have to go constantly and ever for the rest of your life. It doesn't actually heal anything. But because you got the bit of attention, you feel better. China Terry is basically telling you what you want to hear. Therefore, you feel better. But he's not doing anything. I'm he's, using him like my acupuncture prostitute. He is your essentially. He is your ac- acu- acupuncture whore. Yeah. yeah. He's your okay. he's your <laughs> needle acu- acu- whore. He's your needle whore. He's <laughs> yeah, that could be perceived wrong. But no, he put, I had uh, I had five needles in me the other day. And I, I honestly, I feel, I mean, you can probably tell by me. I'm, you know, I'm completely balanced. My chi is good, so. 
I don't know if you look like your tea is good. You were late for a start. I wasn't late for a start. I was on top with Celebrity Big Brother on Ireland I Am this morning, so in your face. Well, you're bollocking up your chi now, giving out to me. Listen, I have a you're rant. You're ruining my chi. Yeah, go on. I have a rant. Hit me. Great well, pub in like Dublin. Fantastic rant. pub in Dublin, right? Called MVP. Lovely pub. The most d- valuable player? I don't know why it stands for. Is it MVP? Like MVP, like mis- most, most valuable player. What, what, I don't know. I don't know what it stands for. Keep a Super Bowl. Uh, but a, a fantastic boozer. Mm-hmm. Right, just up past Clambrassa Street, you go through Leonard's Corner, up there, right hand side as if you're going to Harold's Cross, right? Which is so, I mean, it's just. For so, those listening in England and around the world, they I, they can visualise that yeah, one. Yeah, you can visualise. Foreign it listeners. It doesn't matter. Listeners from abroad and there beyond, right? Hello to you. Imagine a pub. Imagine a wonderful, fantastical pub. Imagine a pub where not only can you go in, but your best friend can go in. Your best friend, of course, is your four-legged friend, your dog. This pub has been allowing dogs in. It's been dog-friendly all since oh, it opened up. It's been animal. a wonderful pub, an absolutely fantastic pub. I once met a chihuahua in there called Nacho. Nacho was one of the most charming little <laughs> bastards I have ever come across. He was a beautiful dog. I met a collie called Buddy. <laughs> I did. I met a puggle called Sugar. A puggle? A puggle. A mix between a pug and a beagle. Now, see, that's my kind of dog. And my kind of dog, too. A puggle. Yeah, Sugar was a fantastic dog. What a great name. Not only were the dogs allowed in, they were allowed behind the bar. Sometimes they went upstairs to watch TV with the owners. It was an absolute mecca for the moderate inclined, for the canine kind. It was an amazing place to be. Okay. The HSC, bastards that they are. Health and safety gone insane. As usual, every week I give out about health and safety to some degree. It's gone to the stage now. They have had to stop letting dogs into the pub because the HSC has said it's not healthy. I've been in pubs. I've seen grubby old men go for a piss and not even wash their hands. I've seen grubby old men scratch their hole underneath their trousers and pick up chips and shove them into their face. I have seen people piss their pants, vomit on streets... Fight outside chippers. All of those people are allowed into pubs. My dog practically cleans his own hole when she drives, drags her arse across the ground. And they've banned all the dogs in this pub. And my own dog, my own dog. You're was, Lilo. My uh, Wendy this time was featured on the journal, on Breaking News, on the Examiner. It's her actual photograph when she was in there having a pint at me. It uh, was featured in all, and not any, not any credit was given. They never named the fucking dog. They never named me. They never named, no royalties, no credit. Not, so not only were we barred, we were fucking ripped off. And I, I think it's, I'm absolutely outraged. I mean, at least the dog should have got a bag of bonios for it or something. I but mean, I just, yeah. just, what sort of clown? I mean, how is it getting to the stage? You can't bring your dog. You go for a walk. You go for a point. You bring your dog. I can't see the harm in it. It's a moaner. It was a whinger. I guarantee it was a fucking whinger that was living across the road like the point and didn't like a fucking dog. I guarantee it was some old bitch with 30 cats and she was jealous. She couldn't put them on the lead. Go in and have a bowl of soup and a piss and a moan. Guarantee it. And they called up the HSC and the HSC just did what they always do. Knee jerk reaction. Next thing we're going to have to have alcohol helmets. I'm fucking telling you. If the world has gone insane. It's gone insane. I'm upset. The one place a dog could go for... There's one other pub in Dublin. I can't, I'm really on a rant here. One other pub in Dublin called the Gravediggers on the north side. Again. They allow dogs in. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that place. But if they do it there, I swear to God, I'm calling for an all-out Madra walk. A canine march on Dahl Aaron. 
to where we can just demand rights for the pooches. We need to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. Well, all I can say <laughs> is that I'm glad that someone's got to finally got a bit of sense and not let those dirty dogs into pubs anymore. You're an asshole. I... You're not going to get your chi done. You're just an asshole. You're sitting there waiting for me to finish something I'm passionate about so you can rub my nose in the dirt like I'm a dog that did a poop on your carpet. Yeah, you wouldn't be in pooping on my carpet, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, but how does that work though because you know if you go uh, we when we were in San Francisco and we did Carmel and Big Sur and all yep. around there it's so dog friendly we did a dog so with dog us. friendly we did like because our friends of ours had a little dog called Paddy a little uh, wiener dog I don't know what that is it, a Dachshund yeah a Dachshund there yeah and everyone stopped was like oh my god your dog is so cute and love him he came on the full adventure like we, we travelled for like whatever it was a week and Paddy was with us the whole way through in the car and he stayed in hotel rooms with them all very friendly and then everywhere especially Carmel and Big Sur that we went they all had like little bones in the window going dogs welcome and they had little bowls outside amazing I remember and the t- Americans are crazy about most stuff Americans are crazy about most stuff but some shit every so often they get a bang on I remember staying in a hotel in Boston uh, I God, I can't remember the name of it. I wish I could remember the name of it. Not the Bucky Meister. It was a great place. They actually, uh, they got, not the Bucky Meister, what's the name of it? I can't remember the name of it. Uh, But it was one of those Kimpton Group hotels. Okay, yeah. And they had Britney Spears' mother designed the hotel rooms, so they looked insanely hilarious. Right. Incredible comfortable beds. But when you checked in, if you had a dog, there was a man there to accept your dog, give him his own dog food. There was pizza for the owner. And then when you went out, there was a person in the hotel employed to take your dog for walks and make sure your dog was looked after. Yeah, now, you that's see, carrying on the right way. And all you want to do is just bring it into pup. Sure, so Wendy just wants to sit beside you and have the crack. She just wants to yeah. just be like, hi, yeah. Enjoy your pint there, Dad, and then just sit there and just be like, Yeah, oh, if it's a well-behaved sugar dog. coming in today? Like, obviously, if it's a knacker's Jack Russell that's trying to bite the legs off you. You know them lads? Yeah, 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 yeah. If, like, you know them lads that get into fights at chippers? If yeah. they turn into dogs, they'd be Jack Russells. That's a good Yeah, 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 yeah. up, shoot up, Bullet, 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 bullet. Yeah, you that's know. true. So yeah, so like not a mental jacker or a big Great Dane that like with an attitude problem because most Great Danes are actually lovely, comfortable, gorgeous dogs uh, that just want to be moping around the place. I, I, don't, I don't know. Shit like that upsets me. I'm, um, I think Ireland generally and Dublin is a really nice place. We've got our problems, but every so sure often something everyone. happens. So sure hasn't anyone? But every so often something happens that just gets up me <coughs> shite that I can't really? get rid of. Yeah, and this <coughs> is Weekly. one of those things. <laughs> yeah, every so often. Yeah, every 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 Wednesday. <laughs> every Tuesday or Wednesday, it's like an ongoing period. <laughs> um, with the quickest cycle in town. Um. Yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. I, d- I don't know what else to say yeah. to you. So that's me, Animal I'm, Facts. But I'm interested week. in animal that animal dog. Facts. Animal Facts. I got those Animal Facts. Dogs are banned from pubs. Fuck off. By the way, you may have noticed I tweeted you. Uh, Dublin Zoo, was, which, let's face it, it's both fun and informative, the Dublin Zoo uh, programme on RTE. And I was able to say, Usheen, monkey, has a tail. Usheen, ape. Doesn't have a tail. I didn't give him exactly the way you described it about the leather and the ass because he really is only one and I yeah. don't want, you know. You don't want him shopping in Ikea. No, no, no. You know what those kids are like, they're crazy. But yeah, they were on so I took pictures and it was like little monkey and yeah, I mean, I feel I feel all the better those animal facts. So. I learned another animal fact about monkeys yesterday because we were talking to the biologist guy, the scientist guy and he told me that uh, years ago, not the big bang, but there was some kinetic bang Mm-hmm. that was reverberated that could feel it all through the Asian continent and for some reason when this bang went off all the monkeys went ape 
and started uh, riding. They just couldn't stop riding. Now hang on, you see, this is where the line gets blurred again because I don't get it between the apes and the monkeys. Okay. You can't say a monkey goes apes. It was Do you bad mean terminology. that they lost their, their tails? No, it was bad terminology. What I should have said was they all went extremely randy for some reason. Okay. And they started lashing each other out. Like they went for it. They couldn't stop lashing each other out. Okay. So uh, monkey... It's like a knight in coppers. Yeah, so monkeys and apes actually was both. It was all all primate species. They went mad and started just having sex like like unbelievable out like of control rabbits. sex. Like rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and now I'm just thinking that maybe it'd be a great way to embarrass parents in the zoo. Is if you just go to the zoo, let off a banger and watch the bonobos go for it like hell for leather. What's a bonobo? Is that a monkey? Yeah, it's the most sexually promiscuous monkey of all. Did you not know that? Yeah, PJ. I mean, but the, the thing about you, would everyone would always say about me, Suzanne Kane, she knows those animal facts. Ask her anything about animals. How many toes does a dog have? You know those Momahama monkeys. Well, I mean, trying to tell you's done a number on you. He's trying to you into a very facetious individual this week. <laughs> I'll tell you a fact about bonobos yeah. before we move I don't on. Even, what does a bonobo even look like? It looks like a chimpanzee. Like a, with slightly That's less an hair. Ape. Yeah, it's an ape. Yeah, it doesn't have a tail. doesn't have a tail. Come on. You're getting it. You're getting it. But they're the most sexually promiscuous of all apes. So they just go around riding everybody? They sell sex. They sell sex. Dirty bastards. So they actually, like, they will do deals. They'll do deals for food, for, for rides. Bananas? Yeah. They'll do, they, they do oral sex on each other. They do, uh, yeah, oh, you, you, everything. They're mad into it. They actually will even sell small varieties of food if you can just watch them having a wank. This is the this is the true, and there was a guy yesterday on the show, and he <laughs> worked. He worked with bonobos, and he said bonobos are so sexually promiscuous that one of the bonobos he was going over to Borneo, and is uh, that where they're from? I think so. Right. If not, they had one there. I know orangutans are from Borneo. I don't know about the bonobo, but one of the bonobo females they fancied him, and when he would be doing his research, she would have a have a fiddle around. <laughs> So he'd be doing, and he'd only just broken up with his wife. No, PJ, if we're going down something that I'm going to no, end we're up not. in some type of court about BC, I'm not getting them. No, we're not. Honestly, this is as bad as it gets. But he said it was weird because he broke up with his wife because he had to take a job over in Borneo. So he flies to Borneo. <laughs> right. He lands there. He's broken hearted man. He like you know, About they, the ape or the wife? About the wife because oh, right. they tried to do everything they could to make their marriage work. And then okay. he gets there and every day he's sitting down looking at a horny bonobo who's playing with her hoover doona. <laughs> looking at him. He said it was the most unusual experience of his life. As long as it's so there you there, go. I'm not in, like I just. Look, he didn't let a banger off. Should have. <laughs> Should have had the cacks off him. I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, but what type of monkey or ape was Bubbles? A chimp, a oh, chimpanzee, okay. yeah, chimp, yeah. MJ was <laughs> MJ was in the wrong game, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. He was. He in went the off wrong to game. the wrong. What are they called? Primates. Primates. Look at me. There you go. Doctor You're getting your monkeys. Little. You're getting your monkeys Listen, and apes. I'm going to go to the zoo soon. I'm still going to the gym. Went to the gym. Uh, oh, yeah, fuck camp. I, I found out what DOMS mean. Did you know what DOMS mean? Delayed onset muscle soreness. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I didn't hear that. So I went. But when you're trying to get in the stair two days after you worked out and you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your muscles are going, help! Ow! Ow! You know, <laughs> I swear to God, I actually thought I was going to have to call an ambulance. So I've never done a gym session before. 
I know this guy called Steve Doody, right? From Vince Studios. Hey, Doody. Man, Stevie Doody. Stevie Doody. And he knows how to push me to within an inch of insanity, right? So is he your, like, your new PT? He's the new PT, and he's helping me get in shape because I have this new mission, right? Maybe right. we can do it in the podcast, keep track of it if anybody gives a shit. I don't know if anyone gives a shit, but I'm trying to, uh, get, I'm 41 in April. Okay. So I'm trying to get into the best physical shape I can before my birthday in 41 so I don't look like an old fart that's trying to blow his trousers off, right? So I'm doing everything I can. I'm going to the gym four times a week. I'm going mountain biking. I'm eating as healthy as I can. Uh, I'm really going for it this time. Okay. So I so, so it means for the first time ever, I've had to go to a gym and work one body part at a time because you can't just do the whole body every four days. Uh-huh. You just, you yeah, just... so you do legs day, arms yeah. day. So we yeah. did shoulders yesterday. Okay. Jesus Christ, right? Lift I, your hands up above your head. Like I it can just, just about. <laughs> I mean, literally, I can just about. And then he goes, you might feel a, do- a dose of the doms. A dose of the doms. I was like, what's a dose of the doms? <laughs> Delayed onset muscles. Oh my actual holy Jesus. I had to get the ladies I was walking with last night to do the buttons on my short because my thumbs, I mean, I couldn't lift my arms high enough. When I was getting on the motorbike coming home, I couldn't tuck the back of my scarf into my jacket. <laughs> I had to go home freezing and wet because I couldn't reach my own fucking neck. I couldn't reach <laughs> my own neck. And literally, the more I tried, the more uh, it was seized. The more it seized. And then the other day, I was doing it, and we did the legs. And sitting on the toilet was an experience like I've never <laughs> had before. It was like literally, it was the sorest thing. It was the sorest thing. How do we get here? And then I had to walk down and up the stairs backwards. The stairs hurt backwards. 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 Yeah, I couldn't face it coming forwards. It looked like it was too far. I was like, <laughs> I'm never gonna make it. It was like, you might as well said to me, walk to Galway, but you could see Air Square. And know, <laughs> and know in your head, it's 260k. It, yeah, I knew, I just knew I wasn't, if I could see the distance, I knew I wasn't going to make it. I had to do it backwards. That's brilliant. And because my knees wouldn't bend the way I wanted them to, it was the most un- incredible pain. I rang, Steve. I rang him. I was like, oh, do I need to go to the hospital? <laughs> ah! And he was there, trust me, you don't need to go to the hospital. I was like, oh, I honestly think oh, I've done. God. Now, I've had broken legs, broken ribs, broken thumbs, broken knees. I've done toes. I Muscles have are never, way worse. I then. have never felt pain in my life like I felt in my legs and in my shoulders yesterday. I never felt. It was absolutely gas. How long are you sticking with this for? Uh, till I'm at least 41 okay, in April so, so it's at least 11 weeks but yeah. I'm going to hopefully push on through it like, oh no, wait, I, think, I think that pain remains yeah like I know I, when I used to work out I used to do um, power circuit classes now I, I don't do that but you do power circuit class and then I just remembered that like the, the day after trying to go down the stairs that every <laughs> you're trying to have a conversation what are you hey what because it's just there's no pain like trying to you know put clothes on and there's not like it nothing like it yeah it's oh, that's just... good oh I, I'm intrigued now to see that you've you know are going to be this are you, are you doing taking like you know the pictures are you taking those pictures I haven't taken pictures I'll take a picture maybe I'll take a maybe I'll uh, if you're comfortable enough considering I smell like a weasel's hole you're not taking one today in front of me you're not, okay no. right I was going to say that we could do that we won't do that then. no you can take it in the privacy of your own home I can't take it on my own you just take a picture of a selfie in the mirror and just then put the charge. timer on or something I honestly are you're that no just you can't have do your it. phone like that and stand in front of the mirror and just take a picture of the top of you so you can see how you progress if okay. you're going to be ripped. Right. I'll do that then and hopefully I get somewhere. Hopefully I get Honestly, somewhere. Honestly, it's like a toddler. Hopefully I'm able to lift the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, but what incredible soreness. Oh, come here. I'm here. Here with the week. 
Yeah, go on, hit me. Now, I have a tendency to gush and rant. So I, I, I'm going to gush. Okay. So just so just before I warned, I'm going to get a little bit mushy here. Your emotions are so... See, if you had... If you'd sent your chi like me, you'd just be... You'd be very... If you're very calm water. Your water is like peaks of high, of huge. And then they're so low, so sad. High anger. Look, but if your chi was centred like me, you'd just be like... Ice, go on. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be like me than giving uh, China's Harry me money now, I have to say. I'd, be, I'd rather have a bad dose of the doms and an ill rant. Listen. But. Don't be jealous, my chi. I, I, I kind of, something about it. I just, I was actually, I was genuinely very disappointed when that scientist told me there was something in it. Because I was so hoping to rub your nose in, in, in it. In your face. Go on, yeah. who's your hero of the week? So, I, uh, I'm doing, an, I'm, I'm part of a new show. And I met this woman who's in the show. And is this name, a science show? No, no, this is a different thing. This is the show we're writing for the theatre festival, right? Um, so, met this woman. She's going to be doing all the music on it. Never heard of her before. Mm-hmm. Still couldn't tell you her second name. Okay. To my shame, I couldn't tell you her second name. Uh, her name is Molly, right? Okay. She's from school in West Cork. And uh, she told me she was plays in the band. I was like, yes, yes, so we all play in bands. <laughs> so, uh, no, it didn't really have an effect. I made some small talk. I was like, yeah, yeah. So you are of no use to me, yeah, Molly. Yeah, what do you do? Do you gig around? You know the questions you ask people when you're pretending like you don't. You just want to make conversation. She seemed a lovely person. I just wanted to make conversation. So I went to all the go-to places. Like sitting with a taxi driver. You're busy. Yeah. What's it like? Ha. Huh. Yeah. And all you want to do is both just shut the fuck up, but you can't seem to manage your way of getting it out there. Gotcha. So I'm sitting there with her. I know she's much younger than me. I'm very worried that I'm boring her or talking a lot of rubbish. So I'm trying to look interested, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> like me? Yeah, like you. Except you're stuck in a room with me every week. Uh, this woman could have walked away at any time. Ah. Uh, so I'm sitting there with her. Uh, she's 24 years old. She's from Cork. She's telling me about her band, telling me about her music. She's very, very humble. So to be honest, when someone's that humble, you sort of take them at their word that they're yeah. only having a bit of crack, that there's not much in it. No. Well, I do. If someone tells me there's not much in it, I believe there's not much in it. Okay. Turns out she's part of a four-piece band called Mongoose, right? Okay. I have never, and I mean I have never in my life, she gave me a CD, Stuck it on. I have never in my life. You get. I think I said it last week. You get one chance in your life to hear music a certain way, and it mm. blows your bananas. Like it, it it's uh, it becomes an emotional experience that you keep with you for the rest of your life. And this CD, I have to say, it just blew me away. It blew me away. I'm actually going to be intimidated the next time I meet this woman because. The most talented band I think I've heard since I am a, as a grown adult it is the most an album has affected me uh, as as a, as an adult I, in my adult life it's the most effective I've ever been. It is fucking incredible oh, music. Called mongoose, mongoose, and the album's called Mongoose. But it blew me the fuck away. What kind it of music blew is me it? Away. I can't understand what type of music it is. <laughs> I can't understand. It's four women doing this fucking noise that feels like. It must be like, do you remember the way sailors would be on boats and they said sirens would call them to the rocks and their ships would wreck and they'd all drown? That's the best description I can give of it. It is absolutely the most addictive haunting music. Haunting kind of music? Is it like... Oh, no, no. It's hard to try and play a little bit of it. Yeah, go on. Hold on through the thing. Now there's, I don't, see, nothing can sound good because it's going to be on my phone going through a microphone, right? Yeah. Um, let me see. If, uh, let, uh, let's see if it's on iTunes for a start. What's it called? Oh. We have gone our separate ways and I must admit that I think about you far too much can help but think it might I'd, I'd tell you maybe I chose a, not the track but this is it's incredible let me get you another one see now all I can hear is sea shanties 
What's sous shanties? Sea shanties. Never heard of a sea shanty. Even for face. Huh? For someone who knows so much, how have you, what is this? Is this music to go sleep to? You could actually sleep quite... You'd That's sleep like, well. I would sleep to this. It's this type of music. But trust me, it is absolutely... The album, it's fantastic. Puts Paolo Nottini in the halfpenny place. Paolo who? Nottini. Oh, yeah. In the halfpenny place. And Makes is, David and Bowie and look and like is, a... Is he, the, is he the tribute act for Paolo Nottini? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a good name for a tribute like Paolo yeah. Nottini. Yeah, Nottini. <laughs> But um, honestly, doesn't do your last request. He just does all requests. Give it, give it a shot. It is the it is the most I've been blown yes, away. I think by you should album. probably have it found the other way around. By the way, Wait, no, that's not comes out. Is it at the bottom end? Oh, I'm after changing the music again. Anyway, listen, check it out. Okay. Oh, hell, I can't turn it off. Ah, for fuck's sake! What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. Right, it's gone. Right. Okay. But uh, yeah, hero of the week by a by a country mile. Just the way somebody can just blow you away. Someone can have all that talent bottled up inside them, and you never know. Just it's just incredible. I have to say, hero of the week by a by a country whore's mile. Okay. I like it. That's. And I met scientists this week. <laughs> hey, see, so you're pissed at the scientists though, because they made you out to be an idiot, because your cheese all off, because you slagged China Terry, and they said. And um, my hero of the week this week is uh, do you know why this person's my hero of the week? Because this is as Irish as it gets, and I kind of really love it. In the way last week we spoke about re- we spoke we spoke about rebellion that's on RTE. So if you're listening abroad and you don't get RTE, uh, obviously 1916 Rising and all of the television stations over here, namely RTE and TV3, are doing their own version of the events of 1960 and the Easter Rising. So there's, I think it's a four-part series or six-part series that's on RTE at the moment every Sunday night, nine o'clock. Yeah, or half nine. Uh, so. Like Donald Gleeson is in it and it's incredible and whatever, that's yeah. Fine. It's tanking a little bit in the ratings. Yeah, it is because people are getting, again, I'm not getting into it, but they're getting into all this, like, it's a drama based, a drama based on the 1916 uh, yeah. rise. During the time, I know, yeah, you're right. It's not actually supposed to be a fact based like It's program. not verbatim. Yeah. So, but anyway, we won't get into all of that again. The cast are made up of all of these incredible actors and there's young and there's old or whatever, that's fine. So, Kieran, who works with my husband Joey, Went over to uh, the local Super Quins, which is Super Value, uh, and saw this kid sitting in the car and kind of did a double take and went in, got his lunch and was walking back out and kind of double talk again of this kid sitting in BMW. So just sitting there or whatever. This is as Irish as the guest. And he went to look and goes, you know me, don't you? And Kieran kind of looked and goes, from the telly. I was in rebellion. So he was <laughs> which is just brilliant because he was a kid who was killed in rebellion uh, the week before last. He was the son who was killed at uh, Peter, I think was his name. But it was, it's so Irish because oh, I love like, stuff like it's that. It's brilliant. At that excitement of that kid going, imagine going in school, going, I'm going to be in this thing called rebellion. Delighted with Delighted myself. But I just love that Kieran kind of double took and was just looking at, kind of going, oh, he's familiar, but wasn't sure. But straight away out Shameless. the window, you know who I am? Rebellion. That's why you recognise me. I just was like, do you know what? So he's my hair of the week just because he's a little edge. I love stuff like and I know everybody says it. Have I settled you this story before? I know everybody says it, but you you do hear things in Ireland you just wouldn't hear, hear anywhere else. else. You just wouldn't. Did I tell you this story? This happened when I was trying to write my new stand-up show. That I was uh, I was in a bad mood. I was trying to write jokes because I don't normally write jokes for stand-up. Mm. I just like stories happen. Like something yeah. like that would happen and I would tell people about it and then it works out. You know? And make it sound a lot funnier than I did. Uh, no, no. No, because it's not supposed to be. I, I know, know what you're I know, saying. This is where I'm going with it, right? Uh, Sorry. And then one day I went out and I was I couldn't think of anything. I was in a pretty bad mood. I was after getting drenched in a thunderstorm out my bike, right? Oh. So I thought, well, I don't deserve to make myself dinner. So I stopped off, went into a chipper on the way home. You go into a chipper in Dublin on a Friday night, magic happens. 
<laughs> Magic happens. Well, right? everybody knows that God God made it this way. That cometh Friday, there would be a chipper. <laughs> yeah. That's part and parcel of life. Part. Exactly, right? So Fact. that means there's a queue. I'm not going to be there on my own because no. it's Friday and it's Dublin and it's a chipper. Yeah. And then the guy in front of me, he orders his food, okay? Okay. And he goes, and that's for delivery, right? And the guy says, but you're here. What are you talking about? You're, you're actually here. And he goes, yeah, now, yeah. I'm going with it. <laughs> he said, the guy the goes, no, no, you're not. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not walking home with that shit. It's brilliant. And your man goes, well, you can't go with the food. And he, of course, just goes, well, what? of course I can. I paid the delivery. Like, I'll give you the 150. It's not like I want it for free. Right? And what I love most about that story is, and this is where it gets even better, is that in any other country in the world, any other country in the world, your man would just go, lads, fuck off. Like, do you know what I mean? That's We're happening. running the business. But in Ireland, a guy that was standing right behind me with his girlfriend, he looks at her and goes, we'll do that as well. That's a bleeding brilliant idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so meanwhile the lad doing the delivery has the food has your man in the front your man and your man and your woman wait. in the back going <laughs> right where are we going to lads I'm going Danny Carney where are you off to yeah, yeah, drop no. them go no and then you can be sure as shit then on the way home he's going don't go the Malahide Road yeah of course you don't know where you're going you don't know where you're going pal how long have you been here 22 years oh you don't have the accent yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant though, isn't it? That's, and I like, love that. Ten years later, it's tr- like I remember, did I tell you, I was actually once on Talbot Street. <laughs> I don't know if this is funny. Actually, no, oh, no, I want to tell you this one. John Galeri told me he was walking down Talbot Street, right? This is your friend. Yeah, he's another stand-up comic. And, okay. he was sta- and I don't know if you've been on Talbot Street in the, in the last few years or so, but it's basically a sitcom no. waiting to happen anyway. Okay. And there's a guy standing outside a shop there, a very famous shop there called Simon Stars, and he has his phone up to his ear, right? And he's uh, wants people to hear him. He's bragging. Oh, I, I love those right? people. He's bragging. Yeah. So he wants people to hear his conversation. So he's standing in the phone. I'm at the boy in a new frying pan. Yeah. Short pause. Non-stick. <laughs> Slightly longer pause. Yeah. We're really getting me shit together now. Delighted with himself. But isn't there great hope in that? There's great <laughs> hope in that stuff. Like you and me, we think we have problems. And there's a man, all he needs in life to be happy is a non-stick frying pan and a smartphone and things are looking up. I want to be him. Yeah, I, I want to be him. They're very Irish. And do you know, I, I was saying to Joey, we were talking about the podcast. And I have to say, and I know I say it every every week, but genuinely, please subscribe. We do it every Wednesday once Peter can get his shit together and we can be here and we can get it out on time. I'll post on Friday as well. I'm, but, um, I'm, getting, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. But we, we're getting there. But honestly, subscribe if you can. And it's on SoundCloud as well, but we're on iTunes and we're doing really well. But I swear to God, the tweets that people send me, so at Suzanne Ford from Rap PJ Gallagher. This week. It's just, in fairness, I have to say, hands up to Chris Moyles. He has been amazing because he's, people tweet him and go, what was that podcast? And then he's tweeted it again and he's talked about it. But then people just, they came and they listened, but they stayed. They're staying, they're hanging around. Yeah, so thanks for coming and listening, by the way. As and well. thanks for staying and thanks for subscribing. And I hope you like it. And tell us, like, send us an email or send us. Or tweet us, yeah. Yeah, just tweet us at PJ Gallagher at Suzanne4FM. And, you know, because honestly, the stuff you sent us is actually just as funny. Like the things that people, like somebody tweeted, like just saying, you know, that they, someone said they were out for a walk and that the other joggers were looking at them weird or someone was watching their kids were gone swimming and they were sitting. And I'm I'm going about doing my business, doing my general mundane crap being a mom and doing whatever else. I might have a one-year-old whinging in my face and then you tweet me and you transport me to happiness. So 
keep them coming. Yeah, so thanks very so much. Thanks very much. So subscribe if you can and do one thing or another. Yeah, comments and like and share and all that crack because yeah. uh, you have no idea how appreciated it is, that's for sure. Very, very much so. And um, what was your other thing you were going to talk about? There? I can't know, no. Yeah, I don't know. I do have a pl- I want to get help actually from people because I have almost two weeks off, right? 16th of March to the 4th of... Oh, it's more. It's nearly three weeks, isn't it? 16th of March to the 4th of April I have off. Uh, so Where? I'm going on a holiday. Huh? Where? From here, from from 4FM. From me breakfast, from me daily show, from me okay. job, from me actual job. And thank you, job. by the way, to 4FM, because they give us the studio every week, so much appreciated. Yes, so thanks for lending the studio and all. Right, go on, uh, Steve, how long so off? I've, two weeks. Oh, I've actually more than two weeks, right? So 16th of March, 4th of February, I want to go on a journey, want to go on a trip, want to travel, but I have to travel on my own because nobody else is free. Okay. Now, I don't mind traveling on my own. I just have literally no idea where to go. So maybe there's someone has advice. I'm thinking Canada, like an adventure thing in so Canada. So you do realise that you have a podcast to do. So what are you tripping off the life fantastic here? Oh, yeah, You'll sure. be back every Tuesday oh. to do this, right, will you? <laughs> I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell I'm you. kidding. We can uh, work around that. We'll work around it somehow. Because we need to record if, a podcast you next week because I'm going... Uh, I'm going skiing week after next. Oh, well, there you go. So it's like hot. the season has begun, say. So there's going to be little bits and pieces. So I just, if anyone has any ideas for a solo traveller who likes to be, who likes the outdoors, I'm thinking of Canada, maybe getting on a boat or wolf watching or I don't know, maybe skiing. I don't know. I've never been skiing. Skied? No, see, I've never done it. And I don't know if it's a solo pursuit, really. Uh, so I need kind of advice and help. So maybe someone has done it before. I would love to know about well, it. Well, people listen to the podcast everywhere. So you could go and they could meet you there and yes. they could. So if you're listening and you, 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 you're working in a ski resort or you're, uh, you're in Canada, maybe working over there or you do something that you reckon he could go and do. Yeah, so tweet us at Suzanne Forfam or at PJ Gallagher or send us Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that would be actually we tremendous. we could plan your trip. That would be the most tremendous outcome. So you things know? you can do, what you're doing. Yeah, and you could meet PJ. And you could take them off for the day. Just make sure you don't harm them. Now all of a sudden you've made people not want to do anything. Yeah, that's true. No, you don't necessarily have to meet PJ, but you can just give us your suggestions. But you know what else I'd like? Set me a challenge. Give me something to do. I like achieving shit. Okay. So set me a challenge maybe. You know, just tell me something that you'd like. uh, Maybe say, you know, tell me to, I don't know, do the Camino de Santiago dressed in a wetsuit or something. I really want to do that. (laughs) <laughs> a friend of mine did it in a suit not in, in a, a full suit. suit the entire thing in a full suit no I won't be doing that kind of briefcase but anyway just an idea I wanted to throw out there and to finish the podcast I just want to say I have discovered the joys and anyone else out, out there who does this will know I have absolutely discovered the joys I cannot believe I live 40 years of a life a lifetime a full almost lifetime of not knowing the joys of sleeping in the nip it is absolutely the only way to go to bed I'm sorry I had to say it in front of you Suzanne Kane. I'm sorry you have to even put those images in your head I genuinely am but if you've not slept we've, we've talked about worse to be fair but if you, your, yeah. <laughs> your body functions. but if you're, if you're if you're a person that has not slept in the nip you have no idea what you're missing it is the it is the ultimate no knots in your knickers no t-shirts grabbing you pulling you left right and centre the bed for some reason does feel about four times bigger than it feels when you're wearing your pants and it's an, it's an incredible equation I must ask a scientist about it tonight but it definitely has a four times spread difference differentiate in your brain it's an incredible thing. Sleep in the nip. I know it's January. I know it gets a little bit nippy out there. Get rid of the pyjamas. Spread out. Centre the bed. 
Open yourself up to the world. You will sleep like a baby. Sleep like a log. It's the only way to do it. Yeah, I'm okay. I like I like pajamas. I Have you tried them. it in the nip? No. When was the last time you tried sleeping in the nip? Oh God, I don't know. You see, you see, it's, a, you see, no, it's, it's an it adult thing. It is an adult thing. I don't, I don't even remember sleeping in the nip as a child. But even if for me, it's it's just a, it's just I have to. There's more times that I'm gonna to have to get up during the night to look for a dodie, and that's see, just Joey. Yeah. See, there's no you know? to be worrying about. I just walk, so you oh, just you just get into bed, wonder. pan out, go asleep, and there's no monitor that might beep with an angel care mask. No, there's a dog I mean? that might bark, but you that's don't about know you're born. And um, before we go as well, the drink. <laughs> I love to wait. That's we are not talking about this anymore. No, I, I don't know where to go with you in your news. I know, I know, like, I know, I know exactly. I'm just, I just want to share that as, a, as an elk, as something this happened like we, this week. We, we, there's so, there's so many levels. I just think people owe it to themselves. If you're out there, if you don't have kids running around the house, there's if you're, plenty of people who sleep naked and have their kids. I know, but maybe, yeah, okay. Well, whatever. I think it's a male if, thing. I don't think, like, if you're, you back me up on this, or maybe there's, there's loads of women listening to the podcast that do sleep naked, but I love my pajamas. I love my pajamas. I love getting into my pajamas and getting into bed. I love that feeling, but I suppose boys sleep in boxers and sleep naked. Get rid of them. I know there's a danger that you can tie your balls in a knot, uh, but you read. I don't even know how that happens. I don't know. Mike told me it happened to him. Oh, no, not happened to him. It happened to... Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe it happened to him. But he didn't. He told me that he's afraid of doing it because he might get his balls in a knot. Because you know the way if you move too quick and they're on something, you no. can one ball. I mean, it's not an everyday issue for me, I don't think. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. It'd be like me, yeah. I suppose, yeah. But he, one, one, no, hold on, I have balls. But one, one <laughs> ball, it can move over the other one and then they get wrapped around each other. And if they get wrapped around each other, you need a man to undo them. They don't undo each other. Like as in, like, would you come into work and go, can Mike, can you undo my balls? No, you'd have to go to a proper, like a doctor. You wouldn't be able to just go to him. Anyway, your mate's never going to do that for you. <laughs> Imagine. Uh... I have mates, I swear to God. I have mates I love. And I mean, I love these guys. I would do, I would give me life for some of these guys. But if they said, oh, not me balls, I'd say, dude, you're not going to make it. It's over. <laughs> you're not going to not just a cake of flicking them around the other way? I don't know. I'll never know. You should never and flick a boy's balls, though. It's not right. It's like, never flick a fella's balls. Never. Just, never. It's not received well. It's not received well. It's, yeah, don't do it. And please don't do that to any man. Even your worst enemy. Take his foot. Take his head. Before you flick his balls. Okay. But anyway, sleep in a nip this week and let me know how you got on. <laughs> no, everybody, not you, like Suzanne. No. <laughs> I'm wearing my pajamas. Is that us? I think so, is it? Why are you singing? I don't know. Just felt like it. Okay. Do you want to hear Mongoose again? No, I don't. You're bleeding brilliant. You're out of your mind. I You're cannot your mind. You need to check out the album. You're out. Do you remember that Victoria Beckham? You're out of your mind. Tempelo, get out of your mind. That's we all, everyone in Tempelo thought she said. Tempelo, get out of your mind. I don't actually know what she know. says. Can you smell me yet? Nope. Do you want to? S- no, I do not. You <laughs> <laughs> realise I change like three shitty nappies a day. Do you think I want to stick my head in your armpit to smell you? I, do, I like. I have a husband and a son for this. <laughs> oh God, I love being a boy. <laughs>